0: Oh, okay. Habits die hard Yeah, you don't, don't have to clap or anything I'm telling you, it's amazing Sons Buy of the Hunt now, man.
1: Podcast Episode number 9 of the second season And it's it's been a while since we've sat down here
0: Yeah, it's been a minute You know, things happen You know, we've got jobs and stuff Yeah, we're hunting and actually trying to, you know, keep a
1: career going And, uh, yeah, just busy, man I... <laughs> That we were talking before the uh, social media has kind of fallen off a little bit in the past like two weeks just because of everything going on. It's been so
0: busy, craziness, but good, good stuff. No, that's it, good stuff, but uh, yeah, not really, doesn't really apply much to this, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I told you, uh, actually, no, see, my brain
1: is already totally fartville right now because... I just thought of two things that I'm not going to say on here that I was kind of consumed with this week that have to deal with Sons of the Hunt that and that's about uh it's pretty pretty vague.
0: <laughs> We're starting out on fire here. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, I'm so tired.
0: Yeah, it's that, and that's kind of been it. I mean, Mark's been working, burning both sides of the candle. I've been doing the same thing, working extra shifts, and we're trying to, you know, spring is here, so now it's time to try and keep up with, trying to keep your grass cut when it rains every damn day. That's, you know, stuff like that. So people probably we're finally able to get back at it and kind of uh, get back into the swing. So we're we're happy to be, uh, you know back in front of the mics here yeah
1: people will probably drive by my house and they're like he's he's just gonna rewild his his yard yeah his, you know, <laughs> he's it's, just letting it run you know it, it's better habitat honestly things things enjoy the, the high grass out there
0: well you can hay it you know and yeah. make
1: an extra buck basically basically that's what i did the first time i cut the front half uh last week and there's there's you could see it just laying in the yard like it looks like rows of hay but other than that, man, I, I can't believe I even got had time to cut it. But I, as you can see, I only got half of it cut. Yeah. Well, so. you got a bigger yard than I do, that's for sure. It sucks.
0: Yeah. It's too much. It's nice to have, but too uh, much it's a crash. lot of work to keep up with. Yeah. You know?
1: But other than that, man, the birds have been quiet.
0: They've been tough all around, man. Yeah. Uh, it's not just here. I mean, a lot of people are struggling. You know, our season starts a little later than some, uh, than most, honestly. Um, but I mean, and it's for good reason. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, I wish the season started a month earlier and, and whatnot. But, you know, we've got to let the birds get a chance to do their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to kind of uh, maintain the populace, we've got to let them do their uh, their hanky-panky. You know what I mean? The the birds got to get some loving. Yep, that's true. So, you know, if we're out there killing them before it happens, well, then it's going to put a hurting on our population. So it would be a lot easier for the hunter, no doubt, but...
1: I, I see so many people complaining about that on the on the hunting Pennsylvania group. Sure,
0: sure. Yeah, I and, get it. Uh, yeah,
1: the Game Commission actually has a, a good piece of literature out that explains why yeah. why they do that, and uh, I I should look up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I
1: bookmarked it the other day, but it was on the other computer. Right, right. Yeah,
0: it's, it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, as, from a hunting perspective, you know, as a hunter, sure, I, I'd love to have a couple extra days, you know. And I'm like, you oh, know, they should change the season and make it easier. Well, I think they did. They changed it to where you can hunt until, you know, the yeah. second half of the season, you can hunt all day. Yeah, Where we used to be able to hunt until noon from the beginning to the end of the season, that was it. Yeah. Now the second half of the season, you can hunt up until yeah well, sundown which you know is a bit of an advantage because this time of the year it's man it's tough going. Yeah, I mean if you know where they're roosting that's that's money. That's it. You get there, you sit up around in a spot when they're roosting, they come through to roost. I mean, yeah, it's you're more getting in their way than calling to them. Yeah. But I mean, you know, certain situations require different uh, tactics, you yeah. know, and it's been challenging, you know. They quiet down right, right around now, so they're not going to keep on gobbling, you know. Not like they were when first day hit. I mean, those, those birds were lighting up there, yeah. and, you know, yep. making a, making a lot of noise. And you know, when uh, th- this year we ha- I had my son up here hunting at your place, and mm-hmm. that was the first time that he actually saw a bird gobble. We'd heard them in the past, mm-hmm. you know what I mean and uh one of the we had a, a situation where three mature birds came in but they were off the side i couldn't i didn't even get them on film i mean i would have had to move jason move the camera move everything just to get, a, yeah. get them. but i was convinced they were going to come into the camera anyway yeah so i didn't really move around too much it turned out they didn't they didn't like what they saw and they kind of made their way out but they were only 40 yards maybe outside the blind and right. that one the bigger tom, man boy he hammered and yeah. i wish i could have got jason's face yeah, I wish I could have got a look on his face when that bird lit up like right in front of him. Uh, that was pretty awesome. There's a there's a saying. I wish I could remember who said it, so I can give him credit for it. But it, it says, uh, "Silence is the canvas upon which the turkey paints its masterpiece." Yeah, I mean that's pretty badass. I mean, I, I, again, it's, it's a great, such a great saying. I love it. It's the most articulate thing we, we've ever muttered. Possibly. You know, and I'm not even taking credit for it. <laughs> like I said, somebody said that, and I can't remember who it was, but it's such a cool way of describing how, what a turkey gobble means to the turkey yeah. hunter, you know. And,
1: Man, and the last two days, I hunted yesterday, most most of the day, and uh, this morning, and it it's this is the first time in a while that I, I'm calling and just I'm waiting for that re- and it's nothing. Nothing and, and all day of that where it it just gets to the point where you're listening and you're just like
0: it's gonna happen any second and it never comes. Yeah, oh, it's tough, man. It that hurts. If, it, it'll it'll try your patience for sure. I mean, it's gonna test the integrity you're hunting. Uh... Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... But, you know, that that's what happens, you know? That's just... Uh, that's the nature of the beast, man. They're they're yeah. not going to be like this all year, so we've got to hit them while they're hot. Yeah. I mean, we might as well just talk about the, the day we had. Yeah, that was a I great mean, day, man. You know, all, it, it was slow in the morning, but it was... It had a different... I don't know. I mean, I, anytime I'm in the woods, it's a great day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not right. to sound cliche, it, but it
1: had the complete making of, like, my favorite days in the woods, mm-hmm. where... You know, you're out there all day, and you're making moves. You're trying to make things happen. Excuse me. Uh, Even when things aren't happening, you're kind of sticking in it, and you get that full morning, and that that's that's the best to me. You know, kind of moving the chess pieces around, and you know, getting around the property, walking all over the place, and then when it finally like just pays off.
0: Yeah. yeah, it How was many great. Times it was good, we, dude.
1: We were we were set up a couple times in the morning, mm-hmm. just calling, doing a little calling here and there, walking around and feeling out the property. And I think we heard a couple distant, distant gobbles. Yeah, if I remember correctly. And then it just quieted down. Nothing. Yeah, but we had some
0: weather come in and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and-
1: we had that, that little bit of rain, and it w- it wasn't much at all. It was like just a a quick drizzle lasting maybe twenty minutes. And it was like, somebody flipped the switch.
0: Yep. It was on.
1: I, I don't know if I ever heard that many turkeys gobbling like different birds in different locations at one time. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool time. That was good. I'm, I mean, it had to be like five or six different birds working
0: at one time. Yeah. It was hard to figure out which direction to go in. Yeah. You know I mean? Fortunately, you knew the property. That's the first time, not only the first time I hunted up that property, but the first time I've ever hunted with you, we'd never hunted together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was really cool in itself. Uh, to be able to get out with you and kind of see how you do it yeah you know because you know that when you get set in your ways you know for the last probably decade and a half i've kind of led the hunts yeah you know what i mean like whether it's my kids or taking a friend out or introducing somebody into it i found myself leading you know i make the decision on what we're going to do right so to kind of take a back seat and watch how you do it and kind of it was refreshing yeah i mean it's it's something that you yeah it's different and it's really cool because i mean for as much as anybody thinks they know you can always learn something you know what I mean? So I learned a lot about yeah. just following you around the property, essentially, and going, okay, this is what we're going to move. All right, you you make the call. What are we going to do? All right, we're going to go over there. We're going to hop over that hill. It's like, sweet. All right, let's do it. It was exciting. Yeah. Because it was a whole new perspective on it. It gets
1: me pumped just like, I just want to get back there now. I know, I right? just <laughs> I love that property. All the, oh, the, what a phenomenal property yeah. that is. Because you do your deer hunting there too, right? Yeah, I do just about everything there. That's, yeah.
0: That's Rightfully so. Yeah.
1: I, I would live there if I could, you know, I just go back in the woods and stay there.
0: Yeah, it's a great piece, man. I and mean, there's not a lot of pieces. I mean, you know, Pennsylvania is a pretty... Um topography wise i mean it's a pretty hilly spot hilly place i mean you know there's a lot of changes in elevation but that property has so many small changes in elevation yeah i mean we made the comment it was like hunting out west yeah because you can use the topography to sneak around on on oh yeah you know what i mean and like okay that bird's just over that hill but if we stay below this hill and this elevation we could sneak around and get into that valley and you know get around behind him which is in fact is what we did a few times yeah um it was pretty cool it was a good time
1: that uh, that's just it's just a fun place to to mess around and make like you said like make strategic moves like that yeah yeah it's it's so much fun and i the last couple years i've just been getting into kind of uh trying to shoot a doe from the ground that way yeah just because it 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 does feel like western hunting
0: well that's the place to do it man it's cool There, there
1: there's a lot there's a lot of cover there's a lot of stone walls there's what what's really fun is in early archery season when all the hay bales are are still out.
0: Oh uh, man! And they,
1: the field is just full of hay bales. Yeah, yeah. That that well, makes you can a lot of fun really to, make a move. Yeah. Sure, and it's like legitimately like a, a chessboard, and you could like.
0: That's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. I we used to do that with woodchucks. We used to hunt woodchucks up in Bradford County, my yeah. buddy and I, and uh, we would use the the hay bales because yeah. you do that in like July, August. You know what I mean? That's like the first hay cycle. And uh, we'd get up there and do that. and that was kind of like a deal we had with the guy who owned the property. He'd be fine with us going up and hunting turkeys in the spring as long as we came back in the summer and shot woodchucks because they made a mess of his fields up there. Mm-hmm. You know he'd drag his tractor, you know his hay machine over the top of him and bust a blade and he'd have to yeah. stop and repair it. He had yeah. cattle that would step in woodchuck holes and you know break a leg. now you got a dead you got a dead cow you yeah. know when they break a leg. There's no putting a cast on it and yeah. handing him a set of crutches. You it know doesn't what I mean? mean they had a good show nah nah so yeah (laughs) yeah that's it so you know that was the deal we'd go up and and shoot the woodchucks in the summer and the hay bales were clutch for that so it's so weird i've noticed
1: less and less woodchucks in in, in the past like 10 years like me and my dad used to hunt woodchucks like a lot yeah we were like woodchuck enthusiasts oh it's so much fun we'd go out every night during the summer He'd take the twenty-two, two fifty. I'd have the twenty-two. You know, I'd yeah, get yeah. a nice close shot. That, it's a great way to, to teach a kid and keep them in, involved in something. That's it. And I will tell you what, it definitely sharpens your your shooting skills. That's it, man. But uh, absolutely, that's why we did it. Is you know, it, it's like off season training. Yeah, it's not this. It's not the same anymore. I mean, we we'd go out and there were some nights. We, you know, we'd
0: kill five or six woodchucks. Yeah. And now. You just don't see them like that anymore. You know, I see them a lot on the side of the road, on the Casey and stuff yeah. like that, certain areas. But I don't even look for them like I used to though. Yeah. So, you know, but we never hunted them around here. We always went up to Bradford. I mean, there are some big, big fields up there, yeah. hundreds of yards, eight, nine hundred yards long by five, six hundred yards wide. I mean, so. You got a field like that. And you just pretty much sit in one corner and just pick them out. Okay. There's one over there. There's one over there. Which one are we going to make a move on first? Yeah. You know,
1: you know what, what's funny where this conversation has led us to woodchucks. Mm-hmm. My mom brought up a story the other day that I, I completely forgot about. Um, when I was younger, uh, I went to Carbondale Elementary and the elementary school is right by the high school. Right. My mom was a teacher at the high school. Okay. And... It was, like, finals week or, or whatever, and uh, she would have to stay. The The school, like, the elementary school would have a half day, and I'd go over there, and I, f- I forget exactly what it was, but there was basically no students around. All the students were gone, and she would have to stay and, and sure. do, like,
0: I don't know. She like had some kind of in-service type
1: thing? Something like that. And uh, so while she was doing her thing, you know, I'd go in the gym, and I'd play basketball, and then I'd go out, and I'd run around the track and the field and stuff, <laughs> And there were a bunch of woodchucks living on the sideline of the football field. Like they had holes. Like they, they went under the the bleachers. And well, once I found out there were woodchucks there, then I was like obsessed because yeah. like me and my dad, we did was <laughs> hunt woodchucks. So I ended up catching a baby woodchuck. No kidding. Yeah, with my bare hands. And that thing's like a smart <laughs> idea. I brought it in, and I I, I I went to the janitor with it, and I was like, I need a bucket. <laughs> So, 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 the janitor walks into my mom's room and he, he's like, Well, no, uh, I think we need you. Your son's out here. He's got a live woodchuck. <laughs> <laughs> he caught a live woodchuck. And uh, yeah, so.
0: That's great, man. Yeah. I wish you had a picture of that.
1: Yeah, I don't think she made me See, put it back.
0: Yeah, well, you know, that's what moms do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a pretty good story, man. Yeah, yeah, going out catching live woodchucks. Yeah.
1: I think I had a, a tennis racket. I. I Put it down and just grab its Pin tail. them with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was that was the thing my dad always said. If you get between them and the hole...
0: Yeah. And then you're right. You know, that's man, it. And
1: how that advice has
0: just translated. Into <laughs> <reality>. Indeed. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. But, you know, as far as that goes, uh, getting man. back to turkey hunting, I mean, we, we've actually had a, a pretty good season. Yeah,
1: dude, that day was so much fun. I mean... We ate warm turkey meat, basically. Like oh, it, that's it, right. Yeah.
0: It, it didn't even get a chance to cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of left the big part out. Yeah. Mark actually yeah. ended up getting a turkey. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God. By the way,
0: um, are, are we the worst storytellers of all time? No, is I me? wouldn't say the worst, but we've got we're some not work.
1: Good. <laughs> <laughs> we got some work to do because that story just went off on the most ridiculous
0: tangent and then yeah it did next thing you know we're eating turkey meat we're eating turkey meat on the tailgate of your truck yeah yeah no good times but that's I'll tell you what man that was probably my favorite part of the whole day oh yeah absolutely we had a great yeah. time and we had a fun day we got out we moved on we had three four different setups on birds after yeah. they started gobbling we had probably two or three before we decided to give up for the yeah. day and we were going to go to a different spot yeah. And uh, then we saw those two birds out in the field and decided to make a move on them. Yeah. And in doing so, those birds didn't respond, but we had, you know, two other birds give up their locations. So we moved on them. Yep. You know, and you know what's funny about time. the
1: whole thing is we were all over that property and then it's like all of a sudden the turkeys were there. Yeah. They were there. They were hearing us call
0: that whole time and they were just... Not interested. No, it, it's crazy. It, that it just goes to show how, how uh, you know, tepid they can be, you know.
1: And I'm, I'm halfway into believing that it had to do something with the the pressure before that little storm,
0: the barometric pressure and stuff like that. I, I don't understand
1: why else they wouldn't have been goblin. Because when we were walking in in the morning, like mm-hmm. first thing, it was
0: it was pretty good. It was a, it was a little bit overcast, but I think yeah. the sun was still out. Yeah, it was a decent morning. I was surprised as you were, but I mean, again, I'd never been to that property before, so I wasn't sure what to expect. I was trying not to have any kind of preconceived notion as to what to expect. I was just kind of taking it as it came. Yeah. And, uh, you know, nothing was, there was nothing gobbling. We went in, we checked a couple spots, um, nothing was happening. We moved around a little bit. We made a couple setups and uh, nothing was doing. You were like, and, and you you were even like, man, this is weird. It's, this never. never happens. Like, it's, it's really quiet. But that storm moving in, um, I mean, I know it, it affects deer a lot. It affects a lot of animals. I i don't, I've never read anything or seen any evidence that it would affect uh, turkeys in that way. But I don't see why it wouldn't. You know what I mean? And yeah, but, I don't know why Because definitely there was something off. Because even if they're roosted with hens, they still gobble on the roost. Right. You know? So yeah. it, it was an odd situation. But man, after that storm came through and it stopped raining, boy, they lit up. Yeah. Man, did they ever. Oh, Yeah and that turned out to be a great morning um i ended up we were trying i was trying to get in with the bow and i ended up dropping my release at the truck <laughs> yeah yeah i forgot about that <laughs> yeah so we get to the one spot we're setting up and i'm like whispering to mark i'm like i don't have my release i either dropped it on my way here or at the truck so i'm like i'll film you hunt because we both had our cameras yeah. and it turned into me filming mark um yeah. which was still fun i mean don't get me wrong i Anytime I'm out there, man, I'm having a blast. So yeah. that turned
1: into a really fun experience. And that that was just like I said, just a good day. One of like, that's how I hope every every morning in the the turkey woods ends up, where yeah. you get to spend the whole morning and you actually have to, you know, you kind of grind
0: for yeah for what. You're I doing. mean, I think would you shift that bird at like eleven thirty?
1: Something like that,
0: yeah. It I was, think we had like a half hour
1: spare, and we, yeah. we set up on two more right after That's that. it.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. We, made, we made that time count. I mean, yeah. as soon as you uh, got that bird, we spun around, grabbed all our stuff, picked up, went back down the other side of the hill where we actually had originally set up. Right. And – uh Tried to call a few birds in, they just weren't having it. Yeah. But uh, it was worth it. it was worth a shot, man. It, and it was a great time. So we ended up coming back to your place, and you busted out the old Coleman uh, yeah. Coleman stove yeah. and stove some and peanut oil or whatever, and yep. we uh, went to town, man. We had some uh, turkey tacos, dusted them up, and a little buffalo turkey turkey yeah, breast yeah. taco. It's good stuff, man. It was a good Perfect. good good afternoon, yeah. man. Good morning. Just a quick little thing to throw together, and man, it was good. It's funny, I just made uh, chicken in the same way. Yeah. I took your advice that that little tip that you did with the bisquick and the seasonings. That's it, I made it at home and I made a bunch of uh made that, a chicken a bunch of chicken up.
1: It's it's almost like when you you use the bisquick with the seasoning like that it's it's not like they're breaded. They're just like dusted and yeah. it, it almost like mimics like putting like like skin on it sure you know I mean? and, and
0: it sticks to it really well yeah like some breading you put it on as soon as you fry it and you take it out and it starts to cool it steams inside of itself and the breading falls off yeah yeah no that's not going anywhere yeah. that's not it's, it's, it's a great, great way, way to eat it. eat it you know what i did the other day though i
1: i decided to take the bisquick to the next level oh. i i i cracked open a can of beer all right i poured a little bit in, it and i you know mixed it up made mm-hmm. it thick and i threw that uh I had that tenderloin from that bird. Sure. Still. So I sliced that up into like nuggets and did that. And that, that came out all right. I think I still like it better dry. Yeah. I'm a dry guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Tonight we got to get into some fishing. I'm about to get my. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be working on my canoe. I have an old uh, 17 foot aluminum canoe that I've been working on. Oh, your skin. Yeah, my. No, not the canoe. This canoe is for sale, actually. <laughs> if anybody wants uh, dibs on a canoe, my buddy's trying to sell it. Uh, but nonetheless. Uh, Yeah, uh, it's just a regular canoe, uh, but it's got a bunch of nasty paint on it, so I've got some paint stripper and stuff on it. Nasty dinghy. It's it's just silly looking. Uh, The guy that I bought it from actually painted it with house paint. Terrible idea. So he painted it red, and it was just hideous. So I tried to sand some of it down. It wasn't working, so I painted over the top of it. And that was a even worse idea. Right. So I'm stripping it right down to the aluminum. Once I do that, I'm actually thinking about doing a truck bed. Like, you know, the, the rhino lining stuff Ooh. you put in the truck bed? Yeah. I'm gonna do it with uh with the truck bed type stuff. You know what? I wonder if you could powder coat the whole thing. Yeah, that would cost me a Be mint. Because the problem is with powder coating, you have to put it in an oven. Uh, I don't know anybody who's got a seventeen foot long oven. I might. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I might. We might be onto look, something. I've got a. I, I know a guy in Carbondale that that powder coats, and he's got some big, big ovens. Because well, he that's does... that can't be cheap though. No, probably not.
0: Yeah, I I can go buy uh enough of the bed liner stuff to roll on myself for right. probably eighty bucks. Flex seal. Yeah, no, not the flex seal. That's going on the floor. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna do the floor with flex seal. So you're, if you drop a door, make, make the floor like a screen door, and then flex yeah. seal it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like That'll that. That'll be perfect. <laughs> no, we used to use rubber matting in our in, in the scanoo, we used to use rubber rubber car mats because if you right. drop a metal lure into a canoe, have you ever been underwater and hear somebody click two rocks together or something? Yeah. You ever play that game, you yeah, know? That's awesome. You can hear it from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Sound travels ridiculously far underwater. So you need to kind of pad that. So I figured if I rolled on some of that that rubber matting stuff, you know what I mean, that might do the trick. Hmm. That might keep it quiet. Interesting. So I'm going to try that <laughs> trick, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. But uh, once I get that rocking and rolling, we'll have to get out and get after some bluegills or something like yep. that. And we'll do a a little uh a little fish fry, shore lunch. Yeah, I I like that. I've been telling my kid about that, and he couldn't believe his he couldn't yeah. believe what I was telling him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, you cannot be catching. Or harvesting, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you, yep, right there.
0: Catch clean cook, man. That is just, it tastes different, man. That's a trend <laughs> right does. now. That's a trend, man, yeah. with all these guys on YouTube, the Catch Clean Cook Challenge. You yeah. know what I mean? These guys, they go out, yep. they catch something, they clean it, and they cook it right away. It's good stuff, man. I gotta been, I, I admire that. It's funny. People are just realizing you could do that. Well, I, I, I think people are just starting to realize that they can make a video and some people would be interested in mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? I think that's what they're starting to realize. It's like you wouldn't be here if we didn't, we haven't been doing that for, ages indeed <laughs> yeah 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 that's a that's a whole conversation in of itself yeah but yeah man what a great great season we had and you know my, my son brought him up here and, and oh yeah he got he got lucky uh he was able to shoot a, a nice jake with the crossbow yeah right down the hill from your house here that was awesome yeah yeah it was that was a great he time pumped. oh man he almost squeezed my eyeballs out of my head yeah after that yeah that video was good yeah if you guys are interested in the video, you go to the, my YouTube channel, Black Rock Outdoors, has the, yeah. the video on it. And it's uh, it's a little on the long side, but, I mean, I made it for him. Yeah, it's you know worth it. I, mean? it make, it I didn't it. made it for production value. I made it for a memory yeah. for him. You know what I mean? And it was cool. I mean, it, we, it was a long day. He shot his at 11.45. Yeah. So that was another long day. But for a kid his age to spend to, six to hours in a blind.
1: L- yeah, man, that's, that's tough. Because, like I was saying yesterday, I was out, and I... I ended up going to that stand in the middle of that field. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And when I got there, it started raining. I didn't plan on sitting in there. <laughs> and then I got pinned in there like all day with the with the rain yeah. on and it just it was just pouring. And I, I sat in there till like twelve thirty, yeah or one almost. It wasn't fun. It just <laughs> it just was not fun sitting in that thing in the pouring rain
0: but <laughs> it's tough for, i know you sent like me a, a video it was funny you sent me this video <laughs> clip of you sitting in there but the video wouldn't play but the audio would oh yeah so <laughs> it sounded like there was like literally a, a an 18-wheeler truck diesel truck running yeah. idling that's Just, what it sounded like but it, it was, was the rain hitting the top of that blind it was pouring yeah it was uh it was something else
1: i also don't know why it has a metal roof on that thing but <laughs>
0: well I it doesn't rot away
1: <laughs> yeah true true but yeah, man.
0: It's just been a crazy, crazy turkey season. Indeed. I still got a couple of tags in my pocket, but you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with the way this season's gone so far. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, mean, I was in I was present for two birds. Yeah. I mean you, know? you you're getting a ton of action just you know. None not, of it's mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a ton of action, you're just not getting a ton of action. Indeed.
0: But Indeed, man.
1: you know, maybe we'll get out again.
0: I mean We'll see. I mean, I might try and make a make a run at it. uh, The end of the week, Uh, I think Friday is the last run. I think Friday's Friday or Saturday is the last gig, isn't it? Have to double check my seasons. No, it was Monday,
1: right? Because of the holiday. Oh, I think you're right. I think so. I think you're right. holiday. yeah,
0: so we we might have a we might have another crack at it, but you know, if it comes, great. If it doesn't, I'm I'm completely happy with the yeah. season as it's gone. I mean, to be able to be there and, and see you get your bird and to see Jason get his bird, I mean, that, dude, you can't ask for much more than that. You know what I mean for a for a turkey season? Yeah. Um. I, but, yeah. I, I'm I'm like kind of still wanting to grind it out now because
1: a lot of times, like like in the past, I've like filled my first tag and I've been like laxadaisical on, like, getting sure. out and really pushing myself. But last year I filled both tags. D- did I fill both the year before? I don't remember.
0: I have yet to fill two tags in a season. Y- well, now it's like, well, I did it last year. I don't see why. I but I'm the same way. This year. I, I kind of get lackadaisical. After I get the oh, first yeah. bird, I'm like, ah, I, uh, you know what? I got to cut my grass. And you, you know what? And you, I got one know... to do. And what, what
1: the craziest thing is, is that I consider... Not going out so I could like edit film or do something like right, right, <laughs> pursue, pursue something in the hunting industry and put hunting aside to do it, yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's ironic, it, it, yeah, it's ridiculous,
0: yeah. But, but you know, there's only so many hours in a day, and you know, the, the older you get and the further in into your life and into your family that you get, the trickier it becomes. So, you really got yeah, to be able to,
1: it's about pr- prioritizing things, that's making, it, making choices, but. You know, this turkey's hanging around too too much, this, this one around here. He was in the yard today while me and my dad were over at the farm. So <laughs> it's funny how that happens, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a matter of time. I'll, I'll catch up with him. He's roosting right behind the garage. Yeah. So one of these days. That's
0: it, man. That's he'll, it. He'll so who maker. knows? Maybe, maybe our season's not over just yet. But uh, like I said, if, if it is over the way it sets, I'm happy with it, man. Yeah. I had a great season so far. And now we just start moving into the, like the fishing season and the turkey, you know, I'm sorry, the, uh, and the, you know, setting out cameras and getting ready for deer season. I'm exploring a new property this year. So that's, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going to go. I got to kind of have to split the property with another guy, but I'm looking to get in touch with that guy and see, you know, what his intentions are. He may not even hunt there this year. Uh, there's been a lot of changes up at that property, um, so we'll see. It might be a it might be a great turn of events. We'll see. Yeah, you know. So you always got to try and find the positive in it. You know. I, I was actually thinking about that the other day when when you you were talking about that
1: property, and it was right after we were talking about our turkey hunt. Yeah. And how you were saying like it's so much different now for me hunting there, having hunted that property for so long. Right. And it it's, it's funny. We I know we that we've said it before, like and we've compared it to like that, that mountain lion that <laughs> destroyed all those goats yep, in, yep, in yep, Texas. Yep. But like now now you kind of witnessed it that all right, I know where we can go and I know where these turkeys are gonna go. Yeah. And then the week after, actually, another <laughs> I just keep going down little rabbit holes. That's right. I took my uh, my two buddies there the week after. And yeah, we, we that's right. Almost tripled up. Because there were two big gobblers and a Jake. And I don't know why they were all hanging together, but.
0: Yeah, I, I saw the footage of that. That's
1: pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, I called them in. They got and they got to like 75 yards and then they like skirted us. I never saw anything like it. Like they were hot. They were gobbling right in front of us. They saw the decoys. The one thing that they might not have liked is that the, the hen decoy tipped back. Okay. Like it kind of fell over a little bit. Gotcha. We we like rushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were set up on them, and then we they stopped gobbling. It Sounded like they were going the other way, but they must have just been fanned out facing the opposite way, making it sound like they were right, 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 moving away. So I was like, all right, let's let's move down along the field. We start moving down. I let out one cluck and they gobble, and i It's it sounded like they were in sight yeah yeah, i look up in the field and all of a sudden i see the the three heads pop up and i said all right everyone get down real slow we set up right there i got the decoys out i got the camera out i was like i can't believe that we we were able to do this (laughs) sure with the turkeys basically in sight yeah so they come they they start coming like right on a string to us and i called they gobbled right in front of us 75 yards and then they just kind of ducked into the woods. Made a circle right around, got right behind us. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I don't know exactly what happened there. They must just they're, not have liked to They're the fickle animals, man. But where they were going, I said, I know where these turkeys are going to go. Let's go make that circle. We got up, got to where where we ended up killing the turkey. Mm-hmm. And we were coming up over there. And you know how if you're going towards that field edge, down into where, where yes. we were? Yes, yes. I said, they're going to be down in that bottom. Where they, they they just always strut in there. We got right there. Turkeys were already right where we were sitting. Oh, man. So they got down and went right up the other side. They never do it, but <clears throat> I knew where they were going. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. And that was another thing. It's just like I know where those turkeys are going to move to. And that's that's when I realized, like, moving to another property, it it takes a while, man. It, it does. It's going it to take does. you a, a while to understand the the undulations and how... Animals are just going to naturally move
0: through it. And that's it. You know, it, it is fun to learn a new property, but the the benefit you gain, like you said, in, in understanding a property. Because when we were out there that day, you know, we couldn't get those birds to commit. They seemed like they were standing there down over this hill. And I was like, listen, if I get up and walk up to the field, maybe I'll call a little bit. And no. They'll think I'm going away. And because you had a such an intimate understanding of that property, you're like, listen, if you stand up and walk up, they're going to see you. Yeah. No. You know, because you knew what was over that hill. I no. did not. So, I mean, like I said, we, we threw almost everything but the kitchen sink at those mm-hmm. birds because that was like the only last thing I could think of was like, if I go up to the field and call, they're going to think that I'm moving away and then they're going to commit and maybe come up and they'll walk right in front of where you're set up. But because you knew that property, you were like, dude, bad idea. And no. I was like, all right. Cause again, I got to lean on you cause you understand the property. And so it was all around. It was just a great experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? to, to, see how somebody else one operates and how you hunt and what your tactics are like, um, how you move on birds, what your setups are like. I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, I've been hunting birds since 95, yeah. you know what I mean? So, but I'm not the guy who's going to be like, listen, I know what I'm doing here, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to see how other people do it yeah. because I'm bound to learn something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's funny though. Cause like even hunting with my dad today,
1: like we're, we're walking around and calling and I'm calling and he's like, it's a little loud,
0: isn't it? Like, <laughs> That's your dad, yeah. though, man. He's going to tell you what the hell to do for the rest of your life. Get used to it. Yeah, don't call too loud. <laughs> it's a little f- too frequent, you think? Maybe yeah. you should cluck and sit apart. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude, Why I, do I love I your dad, man. I, I, every time you have a gathering or something and your parents are here, I'm like, I hope I get there before his parents leave because there's so much fun to <laughs> talk to.
1: He's a trip man.
0: Geez, mm-hmm. I spent probably 45 minutes talking to him last time he was here. <laughs> You couldn't get you away from him, many so much fun. Stories? Oh, he told me a couple of good ones, but uh, we're going to keep them off the air. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Keep our PG rating. Indeed. Indeed. Tell you, Father's Day is coming up, man. you got to talk him into it. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. That's going to be a lot of fun. If if Maybe. he if he agrees, I don't know. He's yeah. pretty cool, you know. He's t- he might be too cool for us. I don't, I don't know. know.
1: Put a microphone in front of him. I, I don't know. <laughs> you might you might get a different man. You know what I mean. You might
0: you might you might. It's like when Hunter. We told him we were gonna bring his old man. And he's like, yeah, I ain't coming. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I, be part I ain't of it. coming. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Don't blame him. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> we should just have those
1: two do a podcast together, and we'll just there keep you our go. hands. We'll it just sit back like, and watch press this button, and we're
0: yeah. we're gonna go that'd be pretty good (laughs) it would be pretty interesting no doubt no doubt so yeah great season so far man great season so far yeah and we've got more to come i mean we got a lot of cool stuff happening a lot of stuff in the uh in the chamber so to speak um yeah we're gonna keep after it and
1: like i like i vaguely opened up with i have a couple of things that i've been working on um more tangible things for 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 the people for the people for what we're here
0: for man that's what we do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I, I have been working on a couple videos, um, and that's it. <laughs> and that's maybe you'll see them, maybe you yeah, won't. Well, that's uh. the thing. Like, they they're for <laughs> things are branching out into different directions right now, and I don't I don't want to count my chickens before they're hatched. Bird. That's what I'm working on. Things, okay? Yeah, you'll you'll things get it. Things are happening. Stuff stuff's going in directions. Stick with us. Just just trust me. All right. It's good. <laughs> Shut up everyone.
0: <laughs> it's too much damn pressure. Yeah. Can't be putting as much pressure on me. <laughs> let's uh,
1: let's wrap this first half up. Yeah,
0: I think we got to we got
1: a beer review up our sleeve or two too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, let's that'll, make that happen. that'll sharpen our edges, I think. Absolutely, it does that, every time. You know what? I think we were a little rusty. I think we were knocking the the dust
0: off. Maybe a little bit. You maybe know? a little bit. Well, how how far are we in? Thirty five minutes. See, that's not bad, man. Yeah. That's pretty good. See, I, I now that I don't have that recording, I don't know. I don't. You keep know. You me. know what
1: would actually help? To like real notes, I think might actually help. Maybe we never do that.
0: I've been doing it for a long time. We just <laughs> I never stay on them. <laughs> I just ruin it. (laughs) I'm just
1: like, oh, that's a turkey hunting story. Well, I have a story about a time like a So,
0: (laughs) 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 hey, man, it keeps it interesting. Keep me on my toes, man. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Let's. We'll be back and try this again in a couple minutes. back nice
0: (laughs) good timing you just missed a really good swear (laughs) a
1: tumultuous break indeed but uh
0: smack my knee off the table i'm good we're back Throwing beers around the place
1: that'll happen that will happen but i mean beer
0: can't be abusing alcohol like that man yeah speaking of beer
1: speaking of beer Mm. man this is one of my favorite beers I, do I say that every single time we review a beer? Usually,
0: but that's all right. That's it's, it means you're open minded.
1: Yeah, but this beer is just next level.
0: Yeah, I, I, I cheated as well. I had one earlier, so yeah. we're, we're actually reviewing this for a, uh, I guess technically a second time.
1: Yeah, but I mean, most of the beer that we have on here, I I have prior, mm-hmm. and I I feel like that's that's fair because you're, I, I'm you're vetting them. Like, why would I go buy like and waste my money on? crappy beer and bring it on here and then tell you how bad it is you know who yeah. wants to drink bad beer
0: no not me man There's no. a, you're hard pressed though to find a bad one yeah because like I I, a lot of them i haven't had until we crack them and pour them yeah and this one our tastes are just that parallel but i haven't had one i didn't like yet
1: yeah i mean we we've gotten pretty aligned as far as the you know our our taste and craft beer goes but this one, this is one of my favorites from one of my favorite local breweries, just up north, Beer Tree. I know we've done Lost Forest. Do we do anything else from them?
0: You know, I don't recall. I really got to start writing these down. Yeah, know,
1: I was because, going uh, back looking uh, today. I, I think track. Lost Forest we did in episode four of I season really two. I really liked that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, good. that was awesome. That was, uh, that was the, killer. the hazy triple. Yep. Yeah, that was crazy.
0: I've had a few, actually, you know, you've had a few gatherings here where I've attended and, uh, I've had some beer tree stuff and, yeah. uh, yeah, I've become a, I've quickly become a fan of, of their style of beer.
1: See what, sure. I, what I really enjoy about beer tree is that they are, they're progressive. Like they're, they're doing different things with beer. Yeah. Like, you know, you could have a brewery that's very traditional and they, they don't like to add, you know, fruit, lactose, all that. Like they, they stay at it. Beer tree goes for it. Yeah. Full send, indeed. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, we're we're talking about like like this. Mo, this is Mosaic Sunset. That's what this one is called. I mean, first of all, a can art suite yeah yeah they did no job <laughs> I love that can.
0: and you, when it comes to craft beers that's that's kind of one of the things you you, you can't that can't be ignored is is the level of attention to detail they put into the can art. that's part of the quality of the beer with a lot of these craft beers, man. yeah, it's just you know it 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 draws you to it well, that's it. it draws you to it and if if you start to become a fan of a particular brewery like for look at um Anchorage Brewing Company, for instance yeah you know, we've we've become fans of those guys, even though they're. I don't think they could be farther away um, from where we are. Right. <laughs> I right. mean, we're about three thousand miles from here, uh, but but they have a, a consistent theme to a lot of the artwork that goes in their cams. They cams, the cams cams. They work with the same artists frequently. You know what I mean. So certain certain uh, breweries start to get a bit of a feel about their their artwork, and then others they kind of like to keep it fresh and they work with different people. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the, the biggest questions I have for anybody who makes a living at this is how the hell do you come up with the artwork and, and the how do names. you come up with the names? The names. Yeah. Yeah. That's like going to be my number one question for about anybody I talk to, you know? And some some people are just like, I don't know. We just sit around, talk about it, drink it a little bit, and we come yeah. up with a name. You know, whatever yeah. pops in your head, you write it down or you roll some dice, flip a coin. I don't know. But whoever it does, man, it's pretty cool. I yeah, mean, for sure. This beer in particular is is pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't I
0: mean, know that the color matches its flavor. That's what's throwing me off a little bit. It's a it's a very unique color. This is probably the lightest.
1: Yeah, item. yeah. This isn't like so everyone thinks of like a, a hazy New England IPA, and they yeah. think like orangey, ambery. Mm-hmm. This is like straw color, like yellow.
0: Yeah, it's very yellowy, pale yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and, it's cool. Uh, it's like a hazy lemonade.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, that's but that's a that's a good description. It's
0: got a, it's got a a very a really good uh citrusy flavor to it. I mean, as far as reading the can, there's no idea what kind of hops they used for this. Um but it's got a very citrusy
1: definitely mosaic.
0: Deep. Yeah, yeah, mosaic. <laughs> I mean, it's in the name for it, that would make a whole lot of sense.
1: But this is this is the style of IPA that I've been obsessed with. And I know that it just says New England IPA, but this is that certain type of New England that's like opaque yeah like you can't see through this thing and it's just it's just like uniform it doesn't really seem like anything is settling in this Mm-mm. there's not a lot of sediment i mean these cans are pretty fresh yeah but on top of that it's just it's almost in the the single cut family you know
0: a lot of those single cut Fair beers enough. are, yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah. like that and yeah, become big fans of the single cut type uh type uh, their style of beer but this beer very
1: like soft yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: We have got a pillowy, pillowy mouthfeel. Pillowy <laughs> mouthfeel. Yeah. Mouth pleasure. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it, it's it's got a a deep flavor to it. A lot of citrus in it. But I, if I were to guess, IBU, I would say very low, fifty maybe. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not real bitter. I mean, there's it's just a smooth all around good citrusy hazy beer.
1: It's it and it. Like I was saying, it's kind of like soft, but it also has like a pretty good like bite. As far as carbonation goes,
0: true. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's not bitter in the in regard to the the hop style or the. But it's
1: definitely at the same time, like you could smell it. Like if you smell it, it smells like hops. Like it's like
0: yeah. Dank. That was the first thing that got me. Like because I, I I don't know if I'm like some kind of wine freak when I uh, every time I pour oh, a I beer s- I smell it. I always smell. Yeah, it. I stick gotta, my get, nose it, in I gotta it. get a whiff of it. You know what I mean? I want to get to see what the nose is like.
1: I mean, this is. It's like super like floral.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's what
1: like tropical.
0: Because when I looked at the color, and then I smelled it, and then tasted it, I'm like, well, that doesn't match up. But like pineapple, I I don't do this for a living. There's a
1: a little bit of pineapple going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe mango,
0: pineapple, mango, grapefruit. It's it's definitely
1: it's definitely tropical, and I wouldn't I wouldn't go too much on the like citrusy side because they're definitely like softer like fruit flavors
0: fair enough yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that yeah i'm really enjoying it man this is did uh, you say
1: banana before no um, I,
0: I don't really we actually had I got, one today that yeah, had I, banana in it i i got a caramel at the end almost like a caramel sweetness because i think you were mentioning cat and candy or something like cat oh, and, no. <laughs> and candy yeah yeah no that that was uh that was a single cup Oh, is that the single cut we are talking about? Yeah. See, this is a problem, man. We got to stick to one beer. Yeah. Because I get confused very but this, easily.
1: I mean, this is one of my favorite beer tree beers, this uh, Mosaic mm-hmm. Sunset. It is just, you drink it really fast.
0: Yeah, and that can be tricky when yeah. you're trying to record a podcast. Because,
1: I mean, it's, it's like delicious. I mean, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. it's a one. Out of zero to one, it's a one. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Maybe a 1.5. I don't know. I might have to stretch it. Wow, That's good
1: stuff. But no, it it legitimately one of my favorite uh, breweries, one of my favorite beers from my favorite brewery.
0: Indeed. Yeah, so good option, in, good choice. Up in
1: Port Crane. I mean, anyone local in the area? It's not fr- far right? from me. It's like thirty minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kim and I have been contemplating going you know even back and forth we're trying to get up there yeah i I understand the food's really good up there the atmosphere is good yep um so we're we're really trying to get up there and make it happen make a little day trip we have to get the four of us together go up there and uh get lost up in new york for a little bit
1: yeah it's it's a good time they have you know cornhole and horseshoes and all Mm -hmm. that stuff going on outside and the the food truck there fox and fire i think it's fox and fire um yeah, it's all, like, tacos, and they have a couple different types of sandwiches. And That's what these, I love. Man. They have these fries with this, this like, cheese, it, but it's not, like, melted cheese. It's, like, that kota uh, cheese. Okay. Like, the crumbly, like, white cheese. Yeah, and then, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if it's paprika and, like, a little, like, cayenne on them. And what then, they like, the that? shaved, um, like, scallions.
0: There's a term for it. There's a type of food they call it um, with the cheese curds on it. Um, that's
1: kind. of, I don't even know if
0: they're curds because it's almost like a powdery. Oh, okay. It's All like right. you
1: know. I've never had it, but like when you see, like I guess it's big in like Mexico. They do the corn on the street. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So it's like whatever kind of cheese that is. That's what they're putting. Okay, on I was these thinking fries. more like
0: poutine. You ever have like a see like yeah, a poutine yeah, like yeah, where yeah. they have those cheese yeah, curds? No, no, it's not like yeah. that. Okay,
1: but they're killer. They're just so good. That
0: sounds damn good. Yeah,
1: yeah. They they they've got it going on up there.
0: Yeah, we will have to make a trip up there Yeah, one hundred percent. And also, every single love their beer so far.
1: Every single beer that I've ever had from them is spot on, delicious. Nah, that that one that I posted today, Bridget's a big fan of sours. It's called Euphoric Dreams. It's a New England Sour IPA.
0: Okay, yeah, I saw your post on that. Killer. Yeah, yeah,
1: just so good. Like, and that's just such a
0: creative, like, out of the mm-hmm. box, like, beer. Like. It's like craft beer lovers, is that the page you put it on? Yeah, boy, it's a damn shame they won't let you put your podcast stuff up. on Yeah, there. right.
1: <laughs> I wonder if anyone from that group. <laughs> Any even chance
0: listened. I get, I'm going to dig on it, man. Yeah. Any chance I get, just yeah. The
1: they they went back just to for a little backstory. I <clears throat> I'm a member of this craft beer group because, as you can tell at this point, I'm a little bit obsessed with craft beer. And I went, I'd go on there and I'd post different beers that I've tried. And for a while, I was posting the videos like mm-hmm. the, the beer reviews, like the little segments. And then uh, one of the admins went back and deleted every post I ever put in their group. And mm-hmm. it was just like, no, no promoting. I don't know why he singled me out because every, it's daily. People are posting podcasts and, oh, follow me on Instagram and on Tapped and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yep, yep, yep. Eh. Not you though.
0: Maybe they're a vegan. Who knows? Yeah. I not, love vegans. Vegans are my friend, but not all of them are cool. Just n- for the record.
1: Not you hunting nerd. <laughs>
0: And then that's what I got. Well, anyway, for the record, this would that'd be a, that'd be a great one to post on there. For mm-hmm. the record, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, mm. what makes this beer even better—that beer's good—is the fact that it's actually residing in a Sound Garden glass. Yeah, we sh- we should probably explain that a little bit, man. Because when this comes out, it's going to be uh, a week or so after the fact. But uh, yeah. yeah, today, so today was the day, two years to the day of the announcement, I guess would be, yeah. of the, the passing of one of uh, Mark and I's uh, musical heroes in Chris Cornell. Yeah. And so it's been a day of reflection and uh, binging on some Soundgarden and uh, Audio Slave and whatever projects he may have had a hand in. So we've been getting pretty heavy into that today. Yeah. So uh, it's a it's a it's a difficult day for those who are hurt, are in that circle, so to speak.
1: Yeah, and I, I know we we've touched on it before, but like I don't know. I know a lot of people have a hard time understanding, like, oh, how could you feel that that way about somebody you never met and blah blah blah. And I summed it up saying that it, it when you're that connected to an actual artist, it feels like you do know them like it, it's just so it's such a strange thing but it sucked for, for a long time big like, time and it, it you know it obviously still not great but no no i no. mean yeah he you know was an influential part of my growing up you know sure
0: absolutely same here i mean i grew up as a child of the 90s man you know i'm 43 so i was in high school in 89 i st- my ninth grade i was it was 1989 so 90 was when everything hit the fan yeah the whole seattle scene hit in like 90 91 you know so that was like a big time for me you know and and it's and it is it's not just a man he represents a time in someone's life i mean and and you know the same thing happened with when john lennon was killed i mean it was a big hit for a lot of people when elvis died it was a big hit to a lot of people it's kind of the same thing you know what i mean it, it's not just, he doesn't doesn't represent a dude. He represents a time period in yeah. someone's life. You know, yeah. I think back to some of the songs that he's written, and I think of the people I was with. Right. I think of the time of my life I was in, the challenges I was facing in that time period. I think of the, you know, the, the good friends I had around me that I don't see anymore. I mean, so it's it's not just a dude yeah. who sings songs. It's it's a, it's a man who represents a time period for a lot of people that was vital in how they developed as people.
1: Right, yeah.
0: As, as I developed as a man, as some people developed as, as women, I mean, it all depends. It doesn't matter. I mean, it crosses all sorts of boundaries. But it's one of those things where it's the end of an era where there was so much creativity that was poured out into the world, man. And yeah. that, that comes with a lot of different musical genres. I mean, a lot of people are in the country – Some people are into jazz and classical, and I just happen to be into the 90s. I hate hate to even use the term grunge, but that's kind of how it's identified. You know what I mean? And I was into that era. Yeah. You know, the the Pearl Jam, the Smashing Pumpkins, the the Soundgarden, the Stone Temple Pilots, the Alice in Chains. I mean, those guys formed the soundtrack of my adolescence. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. For for me, it was kind of the way that I got into uh, Soundgarden was... We would hunt over in. I think that I've kind of told this before. We would hunt in Wayne County, mm. and once we got over the mountain, you'd pick up WPDH out of Poughkeepsie. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That,
1: which is a great station because <clears throat> they play a good mix of like classic rock, but also like '90s. And I remember I heard Outshined for the yeah. first time. So like Boy, that, that was you right, up. right around when I was like 12 years old. So I started equating like because I'd never heard it anywhere else. Yeah. None of the radio stations around here. We, we had Brock 107.
0: It's kind of passed by then.
1: No, we, yeah. we didn't have, like, in this immediate area, anything that was playing, like, 90s rock.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, there was, a few there was no 97.9X. Yeah, there was, like, I think it was, like, 92 point something or other back in the day. But that had probably gone by the time you were in that, yeah, in that so, range, you know?
1: Yeah, by the time that I was actually, like, getting into music yeah. and, like, listening and being like, oh, okay, this sounds good. Yeah. I remember it was, like, outshined, like, Jeremy, like, yep. uh, there were a bunch of stone temple pilot songs that i i like and that's when i kind of got into like all right i think that this is kind of like where i'm gonna land with music you know that that kind of set the pace and then you know from there it just kind of went nuts but so i mean for me that 90s sound i connected directly to hunting like going hunting like that's when i would hear it so you know auditory that that sense sense memory yeah sure. the same thing man it's just as soon as i i hear it i'm thinking of dry like my dad driving the jeep and we're going out bow hunting yeah, like yeah. that's and that's just that's how i connect it so i mean and then from there obviously i just Turn into a Monster Song Garden fan. Indeed.
0: So. And that's how it happens. You know what I mean? You, you connect a, a really solid life experience with some type of auditory form, whether it be a, a band or a specific song or something. I mean, there's a number of Pearl Jam songs that I hear, and I, and I automatically go right back to fishing with my buddy Frankie. Yeah. You like a specific I mean? like, time. Yeah. It yep. was that album was always on because he had a tape player in his Jeep. So he never upgraded to any kind. It was always yeah. like cassette. He was a cassette, yeah. head, and that was it. So he'd have the same Pearl Jam cassette in the deck. And every time we went night fishing or whatever, yeah. that was always on. It was just on repeat. So I hear certain songs off that album. And it's like, man, you know, Wishlist from Pearl Jam. Right. That song, every time I hear that, I'm I'm in that Jeep, that old Jeep Cherokee with Frankie. Right. And we're on our way yep. to Lake Lador or wherever we're going. And we're going to go fishing, you know what I mean, yeah. in the middle of the night. So there's certain things. And that's the coolest thing, I think, about music. You know, like we talk about hunting a lot. We talk about the outdoors a lot, but we're into more than just that. I mean, that's not, yeah. our, that's not our life. I mean, it, it is in a sense, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff we do outside we're of We're people, you know. too. Indeed. We're real human beings here. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, music is a big part of our passion as well. I yeah, mean, both of us. Are... You play instruments. I was yeah. in bands before. I mean, I, yep. you know, my escape is a set of headphones and a good album. You yeah. know what I mean? Next to getting out in the woods and sitting in a tree – That's the next best escape for me, man, is, you know, headphones and uh, a good, one of my favorite albums and and I'm set, man. Yeah. We were talking,
1: talking about a little vinyl earlier. We both enjoy vinyl and absolutely. Yeah. Music is definitely a huge factor in my, like I'm, I know that I've had a real bad day when I drive home in silence Yeah, because (laughs) in like, I, 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 (laughs) there's been days where I, I got home and I was like, Wow. I didn't put anything on the radio because okay. I have to have music. I, I can't do anything without me. I can't I can't exercise without having music on. I can't cut the grass without music.
0: I know, man. I mean,
1: it. I've been tempted a lot of times to sit in my tree stand and listen to music. I know a lot of people do listen to to podcasts and music while they're I that at that's the one spot i can't do it
0: yeah i'm with you i gotta be able to hear my surroundings yeah you know what i mean i gotta be able to hear it i rely more i think on my hearing than i do my my vision uh, yeah. when i'm out there hunting yeah because you can only For look sure. in one direction at a time you can right. hear in all directions you listen to one direction while you're hunting hell wow we're drawing lines and sands here brother <laughs> 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 who's your favorite who's your favorite one direction z- z- yeah I get, uh, I lines. Uh, it's multiple mine. directions now <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. oh man it's kind of just like my tiredness and then also the beer yeah you just yeah just
0: intersects and collides blurring
1: all your words into different things
0: i tell you you guys think this is easy man we're half asleep we're both dead tired and here we are it's 11
1: 52 p.m we're
0: here for the people You (laughs) know, it's almost midnight we've already had two beers we're people allegedly Allegedly, and, uh, allegedly. legitimately legitimately had <laughs> people don't even know why that's funny. Uh no. Well, we 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 had a conversation earlier about what what words we frequent. And uh I'm pretty I'm pretty aware of the fact that I use the word indeed uh exuberantly uh way too much. Indeed? I, indeed. Yeah. I, I can't ever it.
1: remember you saying that.
0: Never? Never once? Not
1: even one time. Okay. Shows indeed? how much you pay
0: attention, yeah. <laughs>
1: When have you ever said that? A couple, two, three, okay. a couple,
0: two, three times, but legitimately. Uh, legitimately I've said it numerous times. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess you guys can figure out the rest. So yeah. we're <laughs> going to move along, but yeah, man, here's a, a toast to, uh, the Chris Cornell Chris and Cornell. the impact he's had on, uh, not only ours, but, uh, many others uh, out there and the impact he's still having, uh, and will continue to have. So, uh. Kudos to you, my friend. Thank you for uh, the tremendous music that you've put out into the universe and uh, for kind of guiding a lot of the parts of our lives that we're so fond of.
1: Good toast, good toast. Indeed.
0: It's pretty cool. I mean, I, I introduced my kid to one of his albums today. That's he didn't cool. even know. You know yeah. He has no idea that. And so I went up and I gave him one of his old CDs. I'm like, here, check this out. See if you like it. Yeah. And I went downstairs and I was working on some stuff down in the living room. And I can hear there, upstairs, his bedroom is right above my room. Mm-hmm. And I gave him the album Scream. Yeah. Which, in the world of Chris Cornell fans, may not be the most popular album. But uh, it's still a pretty good album. And the music that he's kind of into, it aligns kind of like right there with some of the stuff yeah. that he's listening to. So uh, he put it on, and by the second song, him and one of his brothers were upstairs jumping up and down in the room, and I thought the ceiling was going to come down in my living room. And I was okay with that. If Chris Cornell brought the ceiling down in my house today, I'd be proud to say that he was the reason. I'm I'm with it. (laughs) And now into another room full of repairs. (laughs) Just tell
1: your kids, like, here you go. Model your your life around everything that this guy personifies. I'm telling you. you. You'll be all right.
0: You'll be all right. He'd
1: be all right. I'm just the coolest goddamn guy ever. I'm telling you, man. He's <laughs> just like, that's all it is. It's like, who wouldn't want to be him? He's yeah. just,
0: yeah, he 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 exuber, exuberates the coolness, like mean, the stuff that he's done. I mean, yeah. just to, to be like, yeah, well, Rage Against the Machine. I know you got a pretty badass singer and all, but um, here, let me do this. Come a little on over bit to my better. place. Let me show you a little son. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he busts out Audio Slave. I mean, the stuff yeah. he's done with so many people.
1: You, and you know what was. So, you know that I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan, and I I, I always love Led Zeppelin for the musicianship mm-hmm. and the mysterious quality of it. Like sometimes you you hear their songs, you're like, "What is this song even about?" Like, Zeppelin it, four, it just the whole album. it just sounds like I, it could be about anything, and I, he was able to do that. Yeah, you know. Horn, like, I don't know. I, the I. Lyrics he wrote, they're the Soundgarden yeah. was the modern day Led Zeppelin. Yeah, as, as far as I'm concerned, because it was just they could do every different type of sound, and they could make the song about nothing. Yeah, but also everything. Like, it, it, <laughs> that's the most ridiculous description of it. But that's what it was. It, it wraps was like it
0: up, sums it up a little bit, though.
1: Yeah, it, it, they would. He'd string together lyrics that were just so vague and out there and you're like, like black hole sun. It's, it's like almost contradictory, but it's just like mysterious. And the best songs are the ones where you listen to them and you go, what is, what is this song even about? Because then it's, it's it's, interpreted as your way. I mean, anything that makes you Mm -hmm. creative and think like that, I mean,
0: well, the entire album super unknown. I mean, from a guitar player's perspective.
1: Super unknown. There you go. Like, super
0: unknown, right. Yeah. I mean, from a, a guitar player's perspective, if you look at the oh, tuning. Oh, stupid. Yeah. Each song on that album is in a different redonkulous tuning. Like, yeah. Out of the way, like, for if you're out there and you're a guitar player, just take a look. Look yeah. up the tunings on that album. I mean, there's a reason why they had a single truck dedicated to guitars yeah. on that tour. Because they needed a new guitar for every song that they played. I, on wish, that I wish we
1: could play tour. like, uh, we we can't do it. Well, cause...
0: unfortunately, if we did, we'd probably get clipped. Yeah. You know, whether it be iTunes or SoundCloud or YouTube or Facebook, someone would clip us, and that would be the end of it.
1: But <laughs> we can't we can't stay in our lane. Like they're like, you're an outdoor podcast and we're like no music podcast
0: no, yeah beer we're, podcast we're no. all over the place yeah <laughs> we've podcast. got several lanes we're like the uh the 405 freeway in yeah. southern california we talk
1: about what we like
0: yeah and that's it but that's the thing we get it a lot of people that listen to this listen you're into all sorts of stuff yeah just like we are you yeah. know we're into sports we're into football Wait till football season starts we're probably gonna have Ooh. we're gonna fill your ear with so much crap when football season starts you know between that don't and start music and Hunting and fishing. I mean, I'm about to get a canoe on the water. Maybe we'll have to go out and do some fishing and uh, do something along I'll, that lines. I'll hop in your skiff. We're we got to get that skiff hopping, man. Yeah. Um. You know, we got all kinds of stuff planning and coming down the pipeline. We may or may not have a uh, a, a podcast out in the woods. Around a fire with a certain individual, yeah, that'd be, um, that yeah. might pop up. Uh, so there's Could a lot of things we have planned out, but you know, we're we're trying to maintain a certain line in in the way of the outdoor lifestyle, in the way of hunting and fishing and that type of thing. But it's not the only thing we do. Yeah, you know, so we're into a lot of different stuff. As we are sure that a lot of people who listen to this uh, certainly are as well. Yeah. So hopefully, we can hit a couple of notes. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, I think people you know. are
1: catching on to the kind of people we are you know oh,
0: well if you've listened to most so. of the episodes this far i'm pretty sure yeah. you got a handle like legitimately have a handle on what, what kind of people we are you know so yeah so that's that mm-hmm. moving forward from that how long of a beer review we're our beer reviews are getting longer and longer
1: it was is this still part of the beer review maybe
0: i don't know i don't know it's kind of blurred at this point yeah but I, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna go with no no, I Maybe. think we kind of moved out of the beer review into more of a yeah. part of what we you know, is what we're passionate about. You know what I mean? You know, I, mean, I, I guarantee
1: are... I guarantee every, everyone that's listening to this, if in the in the case that you're an outdoorsman, you have some kind of playlist or, yeah. or something that you listen to when you go hunting or something that at Ellie- least at least reminds you of, of going hunting you well, know what you i mean see that
0: a lot like what's what's the music you listen to when you're on your way to kill a turkey what's the music you listen to when you're on your way to the deer <laughs> <people>? like, <laughs> see you know what got it a is song yeah everyone's got a tune Everyone, whether it's the uh, uh you know a ted nugent clip or it's a country western song that you remember listening to with your granddad when you were 10 and yep. just tagging along to and he just handle. popped
1: on creeping death yeah yeah <laughs> By Metallica.
0: <laughs> yeah, Granddad was spry for his <sighs> age. Yeah, so, you know, there's, there's just a lot of – uh, there are many parts of our life that we can look back on, and the only time we think of those parts of our life is when a certain song comes on the yeah. radio. You don't think of that period of your life any other time yeah. but when a specific song hits the airwaves. You know, there's a lot of that. I mean, a smell, a sound. I mean, that's the, that's the coolest thing about how our brain works, I think, is, is yeah, we can just sure. trigger a memory. You know, I hear a Zeppelin tune, a certain Zeppelin tune, and it takes me back to when I was like four or five years old camping yep. with my mom and dad, When you know, a long time before he passed away. And, like, and that just gives me great memories. Yeah. And the only time I think about that kind of stuff is when that specific song comes on. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man, I remember camping up at Chapman Lake when I was a kid and Going fishing, you know, and it's just that that string of memories kind of comes alive uh, because of a certain string of chords that a certain gentleman decided to throw on a guitar and make a yeah. record. You know, and it's amazing how that works out, and it's it's a little on the mysterious side, which is kind of cool, mm-hmm. but it's also on the uh, it's also a relatable type thing. You yeah. know, because there's you know we're not the only ones who have that experience. There's a lot of people out there. Who respond to for sure. a particular set of chords in the same manner? Hell yeah! You know? So it just ours we just happen to share a love for uh, you know a lot of those off tune deep riffs uh, from oh, Kimdale yeah. Dale and the uh, you know the, the guys from Soundgarden and uh, and just the lyrics from uh, Chris Cornell and you know whether it's his you, solo man. projects or his Audio slave yeah. stuff or the pretty temple much anything of the dog, he touches yeah which still in my opinion is the greatest supergroup of all time. I'm just going to throw that out there. They were a supergroup before the term supergroup was even a thing.
1: Uh, but, I mean, Audio Slave is a supergroup.
0: It is a super group, but I'll take Temple of the Dog, hands down. That's just my opinion. You very well yeah. can choose to d- disagree. It's only that That's, one album. It doesn't matter.
1: I know. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Makes no difference. Did this,
1: Another off-topic off thing. Mm-hmm. Did I text you the other day when I was mowing my grass? I was listening to... Uh, Led Zeppelin 4. No, that's my favorite album, Led yeah, Zeppelin 4. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, Led Zeppelin album. Anyway. But on Spotify, they have this new edition where they have, like, new mixes of some of the, really? the songs. Dude. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: Really? i have to yeah. check that out.
1: They, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to turn this into, like, a whole segment about music well
0: anyway but well funny you bring that up because you know now that uh you can find sons of the hunt on several different platforms Mm. which i think is kind of cool it gives me a reason to have those apps on my phone because before segue didn't really need them you know but now that sons of the hunt is available on spotify spotify stitcher stitcher it's a new one you know we're available on stitcher we're on um soundcloud we're on itunes
1: these places have caved and they're like all right i guess you guys yeah, are doing we're this tired
0: of the stupid emails you guys keep sending us these weird pictures of grandmas and stuff like so they just can't finally caved and gave up <laughs> <I
1: don't laughs> just know. for the
0: record i was sending those pictures oh okay
1: <laughs> no you weren't, you,
0: know, you weren't e-signing my name were you i might have been signing at sons of the hunt with your email address but so if you get any weird emails, you'll you'll know why. But um, yeah, no, the, the, a lot of the a lot of the, the the platforms out there may not be really comfortable with a lot of the topics that we uh, discuss. But I think they're starting. There's a, there's a big movement out there, and I honestly think we have to think thank a little bit of the uh, Mediator Group for some of the yeah. paths that they're paving. Um, they're kind of losing me a little bit in some of their content. But I, I'm still, at heart, a big fan of Ronella and his, his, um, his theorems, I guess you could say. Um, but, you know, they're starting to look and see that there's some relevancy in, in yeah. a lot of the, the, the topics that come out of this um, lifestyle, if you will. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. So we're available in all types of platforms now. So, uh, you know, if you happen to have those... Hey, look us up. Check it out. Yeah, give us a little thumbs up action. Maybe a little review, if you would be so kind. Uh, It just helps us out and it it helps bring relevance to a lot of the stuff that we talk about, as senseless as it can be at times. Yeah,
1: relevance, credibility. Indeed, all those two dollar words. Damn it, there it is. Indeed, (laughs) it gives us legitimacy.
0: (laughs) It does. It does indeed. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we we should talk about something outdoor related.
0: Probably, I mean, you know, we've been.
1: I mean, it's been somewhat outdoor related. Yeah, distantly. a little bit.
0: We, we were a little off the rails, but uh, that—that's that, kind of where we end up usually half the time. So.
1: Yeah. So so just to pick something, you know, we we haven't forgotten about a, a, a canned Sony almanac.
0: Yeah. 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 We. Uh, <laughs> we. I still thought you spelled that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like wow, wow! Yeah. I wonder if he knows that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I, I knew. Yeah, I knew that, knows, I, that I changed it. That was it. just my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: know? <laughs> I know now after I listen to the episode yeah. why it's called a can Sony autograph.
1: Autograph. There we go. Thank anyway, you. Um, we'll get back to, to the, the book and probably the next podcast yeah. doing a little bit of a review. But something uh, we've been working on at the uh, the Missouri residence, uh, Bridget, Bridget has been shooting her bow. So we're we're back on that. That's super cool. Yeah. And yeah, she came home the other day and she's like, "I want to, I want to draw it back." Last year she was having an issue drawing it back. It's a forty pound uh, elite ritual. Um, yeah, and it, that's as low as it can go. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, she she works out daily, every single day. She she wakes up. Way before I do and like in the dark works out down here in the basement well she turns lights on but she's up before yeah, dawn I'll tell you I, every
0: time I come over here I come down the basement here to to record and I feel like such a bitch because I'm walking past all these weights and like workout ropes and yeah. treadmills. To... <laughs> yeah. like man I suck yeah. well... <laughs> So, yeah, you can definitely tell she's into it, man. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of uh, little workout gadgets down here, uh, little steps and treadmills and <laughs> dumbbells. And, yeah. I mean, she's not messing around. So no. it's it's no, you know, n- no wonder while she's getting to the point where she could start really.
1: So, yeah, well, that was a thing. Last year she wasn't really able to pull it back. And uh, we gave her a year, and she, she's ripping it back now pretty good. So... Now I'm starting to realize <laughs> what it's like to try to teach somebody something that is yeah. completely second nature to, to to yourself. Sure. I mean <laughs> I was telling you before, she she pulled the bow back and I'm saying, like, you know, keep it close to you. Keep keep your anchor point tight. And she's, anchor. She's like, What are you talking about? Anchor. I was like, yeah. <laughs> anchor it. I was like, just anchor it.
0: <laughs> just anchor it for crying just out loud. Anchor.
1: Yeah. What are you doing? Anchor it. <laughs> and she's just like, "What are you?" Do- <laughs> but Spell anyway, that for me, will
0: you? Yeah, no, that's it, man. It's a challenging thing, you know. When when, like you said, it's second nature to you. Yeah. So to be able to kind of break that down to an, uh, almost an elementary level. Yeah, and it, and you know,
1: uh, it, when she draws it back, I I I never. I felt more anxiety than that. It's like, it's like, there's, there's a bomb that I need to diffuse in front of me. And I'm like, I've got one hand, like near her, near the grip and one hand near the release. Like, like I'm going to grab it and like save something. Yeah. No, I'm just going to lose a (laughs) finger at some point. But I'm like standing there, like basically just standing there in like defensive position, Mm. like next to her as she's like, but we're, we're getting to the point where I'm just like letting her like fire arrows into the target just to see what it feels like. And you know, just get her accustomed to, you know, w- wear the bow, you know, when, when it comes back and you're set, like understanding the let off and then understanding yeah. when the let off will, you know, let off. Sure. So that it, it's so weird. It's a, just to, you can't teach somebody a feel.
0: Right. You no, know what I mean? No, you're absolutely so right.
1: It, it, so it's, it's an experience for sure. It's definitely, you know, it's a good learning experience for me, but. It's a, it's a learning experience as a teaching experience. Such a no, weird I, I thing it's such a weird thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It's
0: definitely contradictory a little bit in your brain when you're thinking about it. But the yeah. reality of it is, is is it really it teaches you a little bit something about yourself. And you'll start to learn a little bit more about your process. You know what yeah. I mean? And like when I worked in the, the archery shop years ago, I mean, I, they're like, hey, listen, we have people who want lessons. Will you teach lessons, I'm like... I've never done that before. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, sure. Why not? How hard could it be? See, I was super confident about yeah. that, that. I was like, I could <laughs> show somebody how to shoot a bow. Like, no problem. I mean, I'm good at it, and I must be I good was at like, it. I was man. like, it's
1: nothing. It's like so stupidly easy. Like, you just pull it back and anchor. You just anchor it.
0: Just anchor it. It's <laughs> simple. Yeah, yeah. But I no. mean,
1: like, you know, when I think about it, my dad gave me like a, a plastic bow when I was like seven yeah, yeah, like yeah. Six years old, and you I had was a bit like of a jump with, on it. Yeah, well, when was I six? When I actually had like a high country, like a children's high country. So, I mean, I've been shooting a compound bow that long, I, I didn't realize how second nature it actually was. Right, right, right. And I was like, it's so, it's so easy. Like, we'll go out and you'll shoot a deer tomorrow. No. Yeah. No. No. Just
0: lost that. I Think we just lost our camera. Yeah. Oh, well, that, 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 no, that one's. A,
1: a while. We're but, um, we're going on an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, no, it it really is a, a bit of a challenge to kind of reel yourself back a little bit and that's the word I'm looking at. there's you know, you have to break it down simply for somebody and the terminology becomes a factor, but people have to feel it. Like you said, you can't teach a feel.
1: No. You you have to just get them acquainted with what the bow feels like when you're at full draw. That's and, the mechanics of it. Yeah, and because the, the biggest thing I was afraid of was the bow collapsing on her. Sure. You know, where where she was, you know, concerning herself with the anchor point, the peep sight, and she would pull it away from her face and say, no, 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 like, you need to keep, yeah. keep it on that plane. Like, yeah. Don't get it out in front of you. And just, like, some of the, like, like you said, like the terminology I was using, she just
0: that's it she you don't know. understand it yeah if you teach the technique you know and the mechanics the feel will come yeah you know and i think and, and trying to separate those is a big challenge for someone yeah. who's just been doing this forever right you know I mean? so it's yeah. pretty cool that you're kind of diving into that yeah whole it, foray
1: oh it's definitely a you know uncharted it's a territory for both of you yeah, yeah. you know for yeah sure.
0: no if you teach the technique because you know uh, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but I've heard it a hundred times because I got into teaching and I got into stuff like that and then coaching. and you know it's ninety percent mental, ten percent physical. You know, pulling the bow back is the is the beginning of it. Yeah. once you get it back, getting your breathing, your timing, your thought process without overwhelming yourself. Actually putting that
1: that arrow where you want it to go. That's it. Floating the
0: pin. You're never going to hold the pin perfectly still. Yeah. It's anticipating how the pin floats. You got to learn how your pin floats and anticipate where it's going to be in a half a second. And that's when you want to touch that arrow off, you know, and then punching the trigger and smooth drop. There's a lot involved in it. and People think you just pull it back and let it go. That's not the case. I mean, sure, you could do that if you want to hit a barn. Yeah. And even then you're lucky. You know yeah. what I mean? But if you want to hit a quarter-inch size spot at 60 feet away, mm. you really need to be able to anticipate how your body works, your mechanics, right. have, good, have good, you know,
1: It's technique. It's like there presence. It's like yeah. presence with the bow, like just... Here we are again. We need like Aldo Leopold to. I know, right? To, to
0: <laughs> help us out here, Aldo.
1: Help us find. Where the is world. Aldo? He's
0: upstairs, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's is that upstairs. Is that, is that That's a coincidence? Time.
1: It is. Uh, yeah, we we've. Did we ever talk about it? I didn't name Aldo after Aldo Leopold. Okay. As much as I wish I could say I did, I did. By
0: the way, Mark has a yellow lab named Aldo. Yeah, I don't know if anybody knows well, that. He, I pray they never actually come out clean it, with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, people have seen him poking around here sure. and there. Um, he's not quite a lab. He, he's just. Uh, yeah, I, he's I, about I,
0: as lab as you can get without being a hundred percent.
1: I call him like a like an everything bagel. Like the, he he is literally like every dog breed. That's awesome. He's just a a mut like Good boy. pit bull, lab, hound, shepherd, all of it like just mixed into one. Pretty
0: much like everybody nowadays. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Pretty much, he, he <laughs> whatever he identifies as, I'm cool with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever he wants to be in, <laughs>
0: we're not we're not judging him though. Let it
1: But uh, yeah, I actually named him after uh, the character from Inglorious Bastards, Brad Pitt's character. Oh, nice, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. How about that? Yeah, he's just a badass character. Indeed, he and is. He's a badass dog. So that's that's why he got that name. But you know, it, it works, Aldo Indeed. Leopold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Now, my next dog, I'm obviously going to have to name, like, Leopold. You see
0: that? You getting a third one? You got your hands full with Oscar? We
1: we, we thought about it. <laughs> thought about getting another dog. <laughs> no, after Oscar. God. He's a handful. Yeah, he was named Oscar right from the pound. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the, uh, I think that, I can get her to the point that she can shoot a deer by September. Well, uh, October.
0: Yeah, I don't see why not.
1: No, I mean, I mean, she's already firing arrows from ten yards, so she could hit the target. We'll get there.
0: Yeah. I spent I spent three months with my bow before I shot a deer. My first deer with the bow. Yeah. Yeah. But I was hell bent. I was bit. I yeah. I mean, all I did every day was out shooting my bow to where I mean, and to the point where I learned a lot about myself. Uh, in that regard as well. I mean, I didn't realize I'm right handed, but I'm left eye dominant. Oh. Didn't know that. <laughs> you know, and I got to the How'd you point find that where, like? well, a guy mentioned it to me because I was going, honestly, a good pro shop. That's how I found out. A good quality pro shop of people who know archery. You don't want to go Dude, to Bass Pro Shop. I... You don't want to go to Gander Mountain. You don't want to go to these places for your, because, hey, listen, there may be a Gander Mountain out there who has a decent, archery guy yeah but 90 percent of the time it's the guy that was stacking shoes yesterday well exactly it's like working in the oh, archery shop hang
1: today. on we got to call somebody to archery exactly yeah. so
0: you want to go to a quality pro shop underline pro okay so keep it local yeah keep it local yeah mom and pop these are the guys you want to go to because they know their stuff um but i was i got to a point where i could tighten my groups to a, a certain point but i couldn't get any better and it was frustrating because at 20 yards I was okay Mm -hmm. when I backed up to 30 my group got you know substantially larger I couldn't figure it out so I talked to a guy and he's like well what's your eye dominance I'm like what What?
1: yeah (laughs) come again that's dude that's something that I should think about
0: well that's it he's like what's your eye dominance I said I I, I don't even know what you're talking about so he showed me the little trick where you kind of make the little hole with your hands and you Uh bring it up to something and you know which eye do you see it through And it's, yeah, right? And it was, I was left eye dominant and I had no idea. And he goes, well, you're left eye dominant. That's your problem. I'm like, well, what do I do now? He's like, well, you got two options. You start shooting left-handed. And I'm like, nope. Yeah. (laughs) That's not happening. He goes, or shoot with both eyes open. So that's what I started doing. Yeah. I started shooting both eyes open. Yep. And immediately, I mean, immediately, I went home that day, grabbed my bow, brought it out in the yard. Because you always close your left eye, you line everything I, up with your I'll close,
1: I'll close my eye just to focus, but yeah. then I always shoot with my eye open.
0: Well, that's what I started doing. And man, I was smacking arrows. I was smacking arrows at 30 yards. With and I was good like, oh, eye there closed. we go. So I started shooting with both eyes open. Yeah. Now I shoot rifles with a scope. Tricky. But I still shoot both eyes open. Really? Absolutely. With a scope. With a scope. Now I, I learned to focus on the magnified side, but because my left eye is open, I shoot better. Yeah, I, I everything, I whether it's like open was, sights, I'm, whether I'm it's my tri- shot. I've with never
1: bead, I've never opened my other eye.
0: It's tricky, it's a little weird at first, but I, I learned to adapt and now I shoot way better because I was never very good with a rifle. Yeah, which is why I leaned more towards archery because I got pretty good at that. Yeah, but then I started to transition, you know, translate that, you know, whole trick over to shooting the rifle. Now, man, I'm I'm knocking them dead. I'm out of 200 yards. I'm shooting a one inch group at 200 yards with a 30 odd six. Now, because I opened both eyes, it's just a weird thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Is
1: your turkey gun the? What do you have, on?
0: Right now, I have the single in the front, double in the back. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna try and get my buddy shooting it and he's got all kinds of eye issues he had multiple surgeries on his eyes yeah so it was easier for him to use that i prefer the single bead on front i have a big fat fiber optic bead on the front i don't get that well because i'm I'm used to my gun i'm I'm, I'm comfortable with it i know to measure my rail i don't want to have it tipped up too far because if you can if you're if your bead is on top of your rail you can see the length of your rail it's too high you don't want to be able to see your rail at all so if my rail is completely flat, all I see is the bead. I haven't seen my rail in months. Yeah, I know, right? It's been a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. But, no, I, I use the, the same thing. I have the two the two in the, the back, back one in the front. front. Yeah. I think that that immediately helps you play in the gun. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But the one... I d- I just don't get that. I just feel like there's room for error there. There really is. You're Unless absolutely you're like, right. There's a like tremendous said,
0: amount of room for error. Like super In fact, comfortable. I found that out when I had Bill, sh- my buddy Bill, shooting the gun because he was shooting really high and I yeah. couldn't figure out why he was shooting so high. And then I realized he was tipping the gun up. Yeah. So he wasn't paying attention to the rail. He was paying attention to the bead. Yeah. So there's a little tip for y'all. I think that if that's you're shooting how high. I think sure that's how Bridget, Bridget shot rail. over that. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Shot over that turkey Because that's
0: all that's on that gun is the single bead in front. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, that three-point sight might be more beneficial for her going forward. I've
1: been leaning towards putting a a holographic, like the the red dot, because that has to be level. Yeah. And the only thing you... honestly,
0: it doesn't matter if it is or not, because it moves with you.
1: Yeah. And I also think that thing is badass. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want one. Yeah, so, they're pretty cool. I've, yeah. I've
0: seen a few. Now, the tricky part is the, the gun has to be uh, – it doesn't have to be, but you're probably going to want it drilled and tapped for something like that. Yeah. Because to put those saddles – you know, they have those little saddles that slide over the top of the shotgun, mm-hmm. and they mount to the pins that hold the trigger assembly in. Right. The only problem with them is if you're shooting a heavier load, the back side of that little attachment is right where your knuckle would be for your trigger finger. Yeah. So when you fire that off, the recoil – Drives that little saddle back into your knuckle and will cut you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to take that into consideration. If if you're shooting two and three quarter inch or even three inch mags, you're probably not going to have too much of an issue. But when you step up to those three and a halves, I have a good friend of mine who discovered that the hard way to the point where he was wrapping um, feminine napkins, if you will, around the back Mm -hmm. of the shotgun (laughs) to protect his hand. You'll learn it it once, you won't learn it again. Yep. Yep. So, you know, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff and kind of take that into consideration. But yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of the the three-point sights to line it up and to take a little bit of the thought process out. But for me personally, I like the big fat bead. But I do a lot of, you know, uh, clay birds. I do that a lot yeah i don't wing shooting it's great for wing shooting that stuff i really uh, should because get you don't it. Gotta really think about it there's a great spot my my father-in-law and brother-in-law are members at this place down in uh near allentown what a cool place it is man you walk through it and it's all these stations and they got it all set up nice it's it's a good time we should do that sometime it'd be a lot of fun yeah i'm into it yeah it's a good time and it's a good way to get familiar with your firearms too you know it really is especially when you can do well running a pump gun yeah. next to these guys who are shooting semis and over and unders, and you can kind of yeah. clean house with them. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah.
1: I get <laughs> when that. you're
0: running your own 835 or your 870 pump gun and you're right. keeping up with these guys that are yeah. running these $3,000 semi-autos. You know, yeah. It's a good feeling when you're running your $300 yeah. beater.
1: I really should get back into shooting guns more. I just don't. I shoot them.
0: It's a lot of fun. It's Spring of fun.
1: turkey and then. Once in a while, I'll shoot a doe with sure. my 30 or 60. Hey, you
0: know, And that's it. it. It's good to stay f- familiar with your firearms. It yeah. helps you become more proficient. Yeah. You know, is the best way to put it. You know, I'm putting together a 243 for my kid as we speak. I'm working on that. So I just got to dial in a scope for him now. I got to get a scope and uh, get that on there and get him shooting. And uh, before you know it, he'll be knocking down uh, Whitetail. Hopefully. There you go. Hopefully. We'll have a story about, or two about that come this fall.
1: This fall with the uh, crossbow?
0: Um hopefully he'll be shooting the two forty
1: three. Oh, for the early season. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go.
0: We'll give it a shot. I mean, hell, I got the crossbow at the house still. I mean, no. until Damien wants it back. <laughs> I'll let him shoot it, you know. There you go. I'll let the kid pop one in archery season, you know. I'll get I'll give yeah. all the tags I've got to my kids if I can. Yeah. Just to get the experience, you know. And the meat. The meat is definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah. I'll give the tag, hey listen, if he can shoot it and I still get the meat, I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. That's going to be a good one. We've got to get into some uh, some butchering this year. Yeah. That's one of my passions, man. I absolutely love butchering my own deer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we definitely want to touch on that this year. I don't think we talked about it really at all last year. No, maybe, maybe briefly.
0: A, a time or two we touched on it, but we never got really into it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something maybe some people would really respond to.
1: Yeah. I, I've already started thinking about setting up like a, a layup stand for a doe somewhere. If I could just like something that's... Gonna be like you know,
0: yeah, yeah, an easy one. Yeah, hey, listen, thing. I got I got a handful of stands just laying around. If you need an extra stand,
1: yeah, well, we're, we're gonna figure it out because it might be right back here. I think that there's a couple spots here mm-hmm. that could, uh, could work to our our advantage. Yeah,
0: I sat I sat in that one stand back here last season, and uh, I let a couple doe walk right by me. Yeah, I mean there was some. That's good a good spot. Yeah,
1: yeah, that might be it. Only time will tell.
0: Indeed, indeed. Hashtag Indeed. I'm gonna have to. i have to like somehow get that figured out. Legitimately. <laughs> Legitimately I have to figure that out.
1: All right, that's enough. Yeah, Babble. I, think we, I
0: think we've bent your ear yeah. enough for one episode. Yeah, we were all over this a little bit, a little bit, but hey, man. Yeah. This is what we're about. Strap in, ladies and gentlemen.
1: We're off the cuff kind of guys, and that's yeah, how it yeah. goes. So, uh, as we mentioned earlier. It'd be super, super awesome if you, if you would leave a rating, leave a comment, share the podcast, do
0: all that social media stuff. That's absolutely a lot of all fun. The things that start with S. You know, yeah. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Facebook, Spacef- S- YouTube, Facebook,
1: <laughs> YouTube.
0: You know, get them all out there. We're our, we're yeah. all over the place. Site tunes Yeah, um, just.
1: Share it. Send it to somebody that you think would listen to it. Sure. That, that would be bigger than anything. Hell, yeah. You know? If you
0: know any Soundgarden fans out there, hook them up with this episode. It's Yeah.
1: yeah. There's I plenty mean,
0: of those guys out there.
1: Yeah, they're out there. I think that's it. I yeah. think that's that's all we got. But, yes. you know, stay tuned. We've got We've got film coming up. We've got other vague things that I mentioned earlier that will be coming up. Big, big things. We're working on- Big things. Big things. Big things. I don't want to- Huge. Huge. <laughs> it's a wall.
0: building a wall. We're building a wall. Building
1: a wall. <laughs> uh, we are building a wall. Yeah, we're, dude, we're going to be moving out of this little space into- oh, a Oh, it's very true. Yeah, we're going to be doing that. Oh, you're
0: letting that out of the bag, are you? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have some new atmosphere uh, for a minute or two, so uh, stay tuned uh, That's going to gonna go. take a year. <laughs> It's going to take me So what? We'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll be good times. We'll get it done. But But when we come back into this space, holy hell, is it going to be awesome. My God. You guys aren't going to know what to do it yourselves. We're going to have to get real video heavy then. We're going to be on a new level. You guys are going to need that visual. You know, you're going to need that visual. Come on a new level. Uh, Indeed. But in the meantime, again, all seriousness, thank you all for tuning in, listening, tolerating, sharing, rating, all that fun stuff. You guys rock.
1: Man, they do a lot. Indeed. All right. We'll see you in episode 10.
0: Peace out.